What's happened, ladies and gents? Finals fever is upon us in the AFL. So we are going to do an impromptu live, just run through last week's games, then into this week's games. Um, I've got a special guest, which is always good. I'm going to get Saucy in, as usual. We'll try and get him to jump in, have a chat. Bounty breaks, what's happening? We haven't done a live in ages, been so long. Um, let's see if I can... For some reason, I can't invite, which is not great. Oh, here we go. Bang. Get these legends in. Oh, hey, mate. Just What's going on? 100 times better looking in here since you joined, and now 200 times better looking because Source is in here. 1,000 times better looking. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's going on, Butters? What's going on, mate? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, look who's in. Deville. Oh, oh, no. Um, Good. I actually rushed home from work because Saucy couldn't do it later. So I was like, I've been on site all day. So I'm committed to it. I'm committed to the boys. I love it. I love it. The passion. The passion. The passion for the badge. So if you don't know Butters, Butters uh, is at the Butters Collection. Uh, has got an awesome uh, AFL collection of cards. Very knowledgeable in the AFL space as well. Uh, he's taught me a few things, that's for sure. We've had a few... Don't, don't over-pump the tyres. No, 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 I can, I can. I'll tell you what, his uh, in-depth analysis is going to be way better than mine. Christ. Maybe not Saucy's, uh, <laughs> unless, we're talking, unless we're talking Essendon. So, the, the Dons. Yeah, which are, are shambles. But we'll get straight into it. I know Bud is going to have a lot of people that follow his account jumping in, dropping some comments. Feel free to drop any so disgusting. I'm, yeah. I'm actually very nervous. <laughs> Drop some questions in, uh, hit the uh, question mark button and ask us some stuff to do with finals footy this week. But we will start with the games that happened over the weekend. Uh, and we'll start with the Friday night spectacular, which was the Brisbane Lions defeating Melbourne at the G, 92 to 79. Uh, Butters, I'm going to throw it to you. Give us your thoughts on this one. Were you just as surprised as everyone else? Melbourne fumbled the bag. They fumbled it so incredibly hard. They they beat the Lions like four weeks ago by 80 points at the Gabba and they couldn't get it done losing their, after losing their qualifier. I think it's just a big, massive L. And then after that, just a bit of salt in the wounds. Luke Jackson, of course, like the worst kept secret ever, requests a trade out of Melbourne. So it's been a bit of a horror week for the Ds, I think. Um, but the game in general was good. It was a good watch. Um, the first half was pretty slow um, from memory. And then I wasn't really looking because I was I had, like I was in the draft. Do you boys do draft stars? I had like no. 14 oh, draft I used stars. To. I, used to. I wasn't even watching. So I was, I was just like literally looking at the stats. But then I came home and watched the second half. And I don't know, it turned into a bit of a shootout. And I thought that if it was going to become a shootout, the, the days would rain spray. But the line's just too good. Saucy, your thoughts? Yeah, look, surprised me. Uh, Danaher, obviously, laid out. Uh, that was, you thought that would have been a big factor. Um, yeah. But Eric Eric Hipwood stepped up to the plate and was able to, you know, take reins in. Um, you had the, the Ruckman, I can't remember. I don't know his name because he hasn't played too much, but he's, he stepped up um, in, in place of um, Big O. 
who obviously copped a concussion the week before. And, um, I mean, you know, maybe this is the, the, the Brisbane, you know, story that we need. Uh, Bud has called it, you know, he, he shared the post that he, uh, he said for them to win the flag. And are they going to do it a, a bit like the doggies? Maybe, you know, not coming from eighth, but, you know, coming from fifth outside the top four, that's obviously against the odds. They, they fumbled the bag at the end of the season to miss out on the top four uh, themselves. Uh, they've done some soul-searching leading into finals. And it looks as though they've come good. And they're playing a good brand of football. And um, it's, it's exciting to see, you know, their pressure game is right up there. And they're not afraid to take the game on, you know. When, when the game is there to be won against Melbourne, they took their chances and, you know, they were able to, to take off those risky kicks inside to the middle to open up the fat side of the ground and, and switch it over. Um, it, was, it was a good watch. And, you know, credit to them. I, I thought the Ds were going to win, you know, obviously, you know, Butters mentioned the, the big thumping uh, towards the end of the season and then obviously playing on their MCG, their home deck, I don't know. Uh, Brisbane. I think the big winner coming out of Friday as well. I think the big winner is um, Chris Bagan. Um, I think he's one of the best coaches in the league, and unfortunately, he hasn't been able to replicate that in finals. So I'm happy that the Lions are actually stepping up to the plate and making Chris Bagan look like the very well qualified coach he is. Because I don't know, like missing out on the four after potentially they should have been in a grand final. Um, losing in a home prelim to the Dogs. Um, wait, was it, was it a home prelim? No, it wasn't. It was a semi, wasn't it? Well, they no. lost a home final. When? Last last year? Yeah, last year. Was that a no, prelim or a semi? Prelim. No, prelim. A... Yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm happy for Chris Bagan. I'm happy that he's getting the, um, the delights that he deserves. Well, I look like a fool because I said... Uh before the final series started, that Brisbane had absolutely no chance. And they'd lose to Richmond, and that'd be it. And... Oh, I thought they were going to get pants by Richmond as well. And yeah. then the Melbourne pay, were paying a dollar twenty for a good reason. So, yeah, it just goes to show. Oh, it was a semi. Yeah, that's why. It was yeah, I thought it was a semi. Because yeah. uh, then Port Adelaide, Adelaide, yeah, Port Adelaide, oh, what a hell that was. But, yeah. Uh, Adam says, up the line's always a dark horse. Oh, they've been favourites last few years. Uh, it could work. Dark this year oh, this... obviously not locking up the top four spot and getting those home finals. Well, yeah. Hey, let's, let's quickly get into the next one. The next one was the Pies against the Dockers. In I think everyone knew the outcome of this game before it even, the ball was, the ball was bounced. Uh, the, the Pies got the job done, 79 to 59. Uh, good win for the Pies, and they move on to the prelim this week. Thoughts Probably on the worst the... final, I think. I I didn't watch it like intensely, but it just seemed like the Pies were in front for 30 points the whole way through. And maybe well, that's me being selfish from all the other great games that have been in the finals. But yeah, they got it done. Um, I thought the Pies might have been a bit sore because um, I watched the entire uh, entirety of the qualifying finals. So it was a pretty brutal game. And I thought maybe the Pies um, might get a little bit unstuck because Freo, like, even though... They had to come back from behind. It was a bit bruise-free compared to the brand that the Pies and the Cats are playing. So, good to see them get it done. Nicky Dacos, too good. Is it going? Are you pumped for his optimum cards, mate? Are you pumped no, for his optimum cards? No, I, I am pumped. I'm not pumped. They're going to come out spicy hot. Like, 
like Indian on a Friday night, Saturday morning kind of hot. Might have, might have to just go hit hit, hit some breaks up, mate, and just get, get oh, the fire. They'll, they'll, they'll cost half the box, mate. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's the good thing about it. Like, the fact that there's so much hype surrounding that particular car, and it's going to fare really well for box prices because, like, if there's the potential of a Nick Dacos Platinum, then it's like anywhere between, I'm assuming it's going to start around, like, the two grand mark. It'll be a bit of a Mexican standoff, but, yeah, like one and a half settling. It's like not out of the possibility. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Very, very, very good in that game. Uh, Dockers did start it the way they started against uh, the Dogs. They just got pantsed early. They couldn't do anything. Uh, that's pretty much sums them up in the finals. Uh, Logue, Tucker look like they're on their way out potentially to North. So I'm not going to say no to Griffin Logue. Tucker yeah. knows where he's at. North by Moneyball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's Nick Dacos, not Rick Dacos, uh, Card Messiah. There's a few people that have joined uh, that I'm quite concerned with some of the stuff, like you said, Butters, at the yeah. top of the five, some of the comments that may come out of uh, their mouths. Uh, Saucy, your thoughts on this one? Uh, uh, one thing I will say is shout out David Mundy on a great career, obviously officially retired, uh, you know, a free man of great. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not going to comment too much. I, I really can't. I only caught highlights of this uh, because, uh, unfortunately, that evening I had to attend a wedding. So um was a bit busy and tied up. So it was just checking in on scores. Um, yeah. But I was confident that Collingwood would, would get the win. Um, you know, they're riding high, and uh, let's see what they can do this week coming up against the Swans. Well, let's get to that one. So Swans versus the Pies. Butters, give us a bit of an insight what you think might happen, and your tip in this one. Um, I'm seeing a lot of Ricky Dacos, and I think Ricky Dacos gets tagged again by the Swans. Um, they shut him down the last time they played up there and worked a treat. Like, just, you can't believe how much influence a first-year player can have off that half-back flank line and the creation. His ball use is just so clean. And, and it's the, disgusting. The it's one, disgusting. One gathers, um, and he's, he's crafty with his hands, isn't he, Butters? Mm. So... Oh, um, very crafty. It, it gives but him. I, it I, gives I, him elite first ball use off the back line, which, you know, we know that if you can get that that out from the half back through the middle of the ground, and it's clean, you're going to set yourself up for that rebound goal that Collingwood has, you know, been firing on all guns all year. Uh, that well, rebound goal from their fifty. Well, they've shown that they just want to go up the middle of the ground all the time. Like I was watching a little bit of the Freo game and. They were going up the middle at all costs, whether it results in a direct turnover to goal or not. They just, they just want to take the game on. It's exciting footy. Um, but, yeah, but you also just can't underestimate the old stars versus the future young stars, like the, the Pendlebury, who I think's had a really good final series, um, versus the new stars like Chad Warner. Um, I think he's been very impressive this year, and he's probably their most dangerous mid. So it'll be interesting to see what, both sides do with lineups and who goes to who, but it should be a great game. Hopefully the weather holds up. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, one thing to take out of it, I don't see Warner, Buddy and Heaney having two bad games in a row. Yeah, uh, especially Heaney and Buddy, who were completely missing in the last... Buddy season. was deplorable. He was yeah. like, that is the worst game I've ever seen Buddy play. And look, I will give a bit of a 
reprieve for Heaney. He did cop lock very early in the game, pretty much a busted nose. So he was bleeding from his nose the rest of the game. So it would probably make it an effort to fucking breathe. Um, but those three guys, as Doma mentioned, I, I don't think they have bad game, and they will have to have a bad game to have to, to give the Pies a chance. So I, I just don't see that happening. Um, all the credits are Froffy's May, mate. Uh, he did dominate, buddy. Yeah, all the credit to him. Uh, Deville wants to know how hard are you launching into Josh Ward cards? Um, um, yeah, no, nah, Josh Ward's probably like a top eight. I, I was quite impressed with Josh Ward. His disposal sucked a little bit, but his numbers were good and you can obviously find it. So if he's able to settle and not get the bad case of the Paddy Dows, um, I expect him to have a really good second year. Very nice. So tip... Sydney for all of us for that one. I'm going the Swans. I'm going to keep the pies. Oh, I'm going to keep the pies. I'm going against my uh, my pies, who I've stuck true with for the whole season, pretty much. So I'm going to keep them for the last fifteen weeks. <laughs> I have, I have. I don't like keep doing it, but I'm going against them. Maybe that's a good omen for pie supporters out there. I'll tip against them and they'll get the win. So, but I'm going Sydney. I reckon. Um, they're looking great. They've just figured it out, I think, getting into finals. So the Sydney a... system is just so it's next level. Like what team has a one and a half year rebuild into like a genuine premiership window tilt? Like it's crazy you, they do argue, it all the time. Can you argue that Horse potentially could be one of the greatest, if not greatest, coaches ever? Mate, Who knows? Probably the most underrated. Like no one ever talks about John Longmire and the coach of the year sort of stakes, but yeah, they just get it done. That's all they do. That's all they've ever done. They just get it done. Exactly right. And that's all you need to do, when, especially when it comes around to our finals. Uh, next one, and this is the big one. Will they fumble the Cats against the Lions? They, this is the big question that is on everyone's wait list, I think. So, Cats, Lions, over to you again, Butters, to start us off. Thoughts on this one? Um, well, even though they've had the wake off, and Geelong are historically very bad after a bye for some weird reason. But I've seen a lot of their key players um, are taking a very, very light duty week. So I think they're a little bit banged up from two weeks ago. Um, sometimes, depending on the team, sometimes taking the bye during the finals can hold momentum. I think for a team like Brisbane, they will put up their best showing just because of the level of belief they'd have after the previous two weeks, beating Richmond, who everyone wrote them off, beating Melbourne, who everyone wrote them off, and here we are again, probably saying that, oh, Geelong's is going to walk their way through to a grand final. So it, it will be interesting, I'm sure um, Underdog will be written on Fagan's wall. Um, so yeah, I'm very interested to see how it plays out. Saucy. Yeah. Look, I'm going to stick with Geelong because I have been saying for a number of weeks now and even leading into finals that Geelong is the team to beat, I believe. I think they're playing the best all-round football. Um, I think they've figured it out that they don't let games get away from them. They're, they're very good at, you know, not letting get, teams get out to four or five goal leads, you know, bringing it back, you know, gets out to four, they bring it back to two, and they're able to find uh, ways back into the game. I think they've changed up their game style uh, to understand that what they were doing in previous seasons, that sort of chip, uh, you know, chip mark uh, game style, uh, a la, you know, Alistair Clarkson and Hawthorne in, in their heyday, they used very well. 
Um, it, it just doesn't stack up in finals football. And uh, you really need to have a pressure and forward half game. And I think they've fixed that in their system this season. And uh, I think if they stick to those those systems and play a four-quarter effort, uh, I think, you know, Brisbane... If I was Brisbane, I'd want to come out and get the jump on them. Because, you know, obviously being off the break, maybe you're a bit, you're a bit you know, slow to start the game. Maybe you can get the jump on them. Um, and I think that may be their way into the game. If they get the jump on them, maybe kick the first three or four or five of the game and get out to a, a sort of a, that sort of lead early on. But uh, if it stays a tight game, I'm, I'm backing Geelong in uh, to, to win it. And, uh, yeah, I think they'll win by probably two goals. It does feel different, I agree, to, compared to previous years. There's something, I don't know, through the home and away, they've managed players really well and it's, they have a genuine, like, next man in sort of mentality and they always get the best out of their players and, Tom Stewart's probably going to determine whether they win or lose on Saturday. It's just next level really good. He's probably the best back in the league, in my opinion. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cats. Uh, your analysis has been great, you two. So there's nothing more I can say, but I think Tom Stewart is going to be a big key. And I've been saying it probably since, I think it's since uh, round eight. I said they should probably just throw a tag onto Tom Stewart and try and get him out of the game. Because if they, well, they do have. That, Towards the yeah. back end, they were. And, yeah. But they were so, still winning. So, just shows how good a system it is. It's yeah. crazy. So, I'm going Cats. Sauce is going Cats. And Butters, you are going... I'm going for the Cats. I think there'll be a Cats Pies final and Melbourne will be disgusting for a week. Oh, ho, ho. it could be very feral, especially if the Pies get the job done. But... uh that's pretty much it. If there's any questions, please fire them, fire them away. We are going to do this again in the lead-up to uh, the big dance next Saturday. Um, Butters, once again, thank you very much for jumping on. First time. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Lockie, Lockie says he has questions. Quickly fire uh, them away. None this of them good. Potentially. Former, former Melbourne development, Rock Lockwood and Philip Povich. Here we go. So the Cats' record coming off a bye doesn't come into account. Uh, I did say that they were historically bad after a bye. Um, so, yeah, and they've shown that they can go down in prelims. They've played in, I don't know how many of the last 10 years prelims, but it feels like a lot of them. Um, and they've only been in, like, three finals. So, yeah, definitely comes into account. Lockie's uh, put in the, I'd like to know. <laughs> oh, no. No, he can't. <laughs> uh, you got to put it in, mate. Come on. This, this this show is completely uncensored. Get so you got to fuck it in. You can call me a fuckhead for all I care. <laughs> no, I thought this was your friend. <laughs> oh, God. That just goes to show the level of viewer. There you go. Very funny. All good. all good. All right. Done and dusted. Thank you, Butters, for jumping on. No worries. <laughs> Oh, no, oh, that's great. Um, I've lost my train of thought here. There you go. Um, you can follow Butters at the Butters Collection. I will tag him in this. This live will be saved and on our page. It will also be ripped for audio and put up on our podcast channel. So thank you once again, Butters. Saucy, as always, it's a pleasure. I'll see you later on tonight for the pod. Thank you, gents. Keep See you boys, have a good one. Double coverage. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app 
Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking all spots, double curve.